Hey, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sarah. And this is our brand new podcast. We've graduated what now? You're right, hon? Yeah. Oh, we're back again. Or again. <laughs> Honestly, I need to tell you a story about this morning, though. Okay. So I woke up and I was like, right, I'm going to be healthy. So I went to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But then there was Jaffa cakes on the counter. Okay. <laughs> so for me breakfast, I had 10 Jaffa cakes, right? No word of a lie. And then okay. I got to lunchtime and I was like, oh, bollocks. I was meant to be being healthy. So I made a smoothie to make up mm-hmm. for the fact that I'd eaten 10 Jaffa cakes before. It's so fine. I'm it balances to- it out. It's fine. <laughs> exactly, it balances it. I'm just trying to pretend it never happened. And then my mum sent my mum a Snapchat of me smoothie and she was like, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> you've just had 10 Jaffa cakes, what's the point? It's because you're balancing out the Jaffa cakes with something healthy. Exactly, and you know from it, you can't beat Jaffa cakes, although they've changed the packaging and apparently it happened ages ago, but it's not orange now. Really? I didn't it's know like that. It's like see-through. Oh. Disappointed. Yeah. I just thought I'd tell you. <laughs> have you tried the Jaffa cake Joe nuts? They're like yeah, Jaffa- oh my god, I have actually. I really want to try them. You know, they're actually not as hyped, like they're not as good as the hype makes them out to be. It's just like a Jaffa cake, like a massive Jaffa cake with a hole in the middle. Oh, that's a shame. I know, it's a bit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but there you go. Little Jaffa cake segue, you know. <laughs> I can help myself. Um, all right. So this week we're talking about people that inspire us. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, and what we want to do in the future, which let's be honest, who knows? Honestly, not a clue. I, I just know riding it, you know, just going through. Like I just know I want to do something creative, but that's like all I know. Yeah. I just know I ain't working where I work forever. I can't name where I work because I will get a lawsuit. And you might be going back. Yeah, and I might <laughs> be going back. <laughs> um, so, people that inspire us, mine are obvious. Just, so, yeah, just a little bit, you know. You'd never know that. who you love. Little mix, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> little really? mix. You never talk about them, you know. Really? Like... <laughs> You know, I just, I actually adore them, you know. I don't think they could ever do anything wrong, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Well, three <laughs> of them. Obviously, one of them's not in the band anymore, praise the Lord. But three of them cannot <laughs> do no wrong. <laughs> and them three are Perry, Jade and Leanne. And let me tell you, them girls, this last year, since she left, um, I just up the game to be honest. <laughs> Everything's better, they're happier. Perry and Leanne have had babies. I mean, come on. Yeah. My heart. <laughs> and Axel looks like a little doll, bless him. He's just so perfect. Mm. Oh my god. And they did five music videos while pregnant. Five. I know. I don't understand how. Mate, I couldn't even do one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can barely walk up like two flights of stairs. Never mind Honestly. dancing and singing at the same well, time. Well, we learned last night. I can't even walk up a flight of stairs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so how <laughs> they did that? Beyond me. 
Honestly, mm-hmm. I just... They're the type of people girls need. I'm sorry. No one can prove me wrong about that because I'd like to see them try. I've got arguments for each side, hun. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about them. First off, Kathleen, have you got a favourite song? You know what? I've casually listened to their music since probably they were on The X Factor. I really enjoyed them on The X Factor and I was so happy when they won because, like, it was like Spice Girls but reimagined for, like, our generation. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Um, I loved Wings. That was, like, my jam when I was, like, 12. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that song's got to be over 10 years old now. It literally... It came out in 2012, so it's, like, nine. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm old. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I love Black Magic. There's just so many. I don't really listen to them obsessively like some people, but I do enjoy their music. <laughs> they write good songs, man. At least I'm obsessed with good people with good morals. That's true, actually. That's true. Honestly, I could give you a favourite song from every album, but I'm not going to. I'll give you my top three. Okay, All right. Top- so the first one then there, it's from Salute, the Salute album, and it's These Four Walls, and it's like a ballad, and oh my god, it's so sad, but like it's one of them songs I can put on in the shower if I need to cry, and, <laughs> and I'll just sit and cry to it, and I just love it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Let me think, I've just got too many. Wasabi from LM5. Oh, it like has to be in the top three. And it's so underrated. It needs more love. Mm. It deserved to be a single. It got number one. It would have. Maybe. And then my new favourite is the song they released last week, Between <laughs> Us. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, Kathleen, I've never cried so much at a song. Me <laughs> mum was concerned. Because That's I was right. sobbing. <laughs> From midnight till mm. about seven in the morning. That's fair enough. <laughs> it's just good and it's about their friendship and honestly mm-hmm. if you've not listened to it right listen to it in the like in the shower or in the bath with candles it just says <laughs> it's honestly set them, in, set them in for a good cry <laughs> it really does like they talk about everything they've got through like in the last 10 years they like paid tribute to like the old songs so in the second verse it's like remember the day when we finally found our wings Oh. Yeah, it changed our <laughs> life, gave us power to do anything. And like they just list off like their bangers and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I just I have no words for how good they are at what they do and like what they stand for as well. Like Secret Love Song has to be mentioned because that song is iconic. And mm-hmm. the fact that they went to a country where it is illegal to be part of the LGBTQ plus community and mm-hmm. then stood there with a massive pride flag behind them and sang it knowing they could get arrested i mean come on yeah you know what i mean bit Mm -hmm. iconic yeah now and they're so talented as well they are and uh, like there's no one else out there like them i don't think and i don't think there has been because while we've had girl groups Mm -hmm. i'm sorry vocally no one has been as blended as little mix are Especially they're now. on point with all their harmonies and everything. Have you seen the videos of them like doing it one at a time? They're so Have good. you seen the ones on TikTok where like people take the music off? Mm-hmm. And it's like just a vocal. Honestly, mm-hmm. no word, man. I wish. I wish. Yeah. Let me tell you, right? This time last year, well, December 14th last year, 
<laughs> I was devastated that Jesse left the band. It mm. has to be brought up. It's a thing. And yeah. I was devastated. And then I was like, you know, Summer, if it's for her mental health, like, you know, I get it. Yeah. And then she announced she was going solo. And I was a bit like, hmm. Hmm. I know, I'm in the biggest girl band in the world. Let's leave. It just didn't add up to me mm-hmm. personally. Obviously, no one knows what went on apart from them four girls and the yeah. man and the lawyers. That's all that know. That triangle. Mm-hmm. We will never know. I want to know. I'm so I want to know, especially <laughs> after, especially after the shit that happened this mm-hmm. last month because she released her song and i was willing to give it a chance (laughs) it's (laughs) it's not great it's not her own song for a start is it not it's not it's p diddy's song and she's just added in like she's just changed words and that i've only Um, seen like people roasting it on tiktok i've not actually listened can we just appreciate she's singing about loving bad boys right but she dated chris hughes from love island wow what a bad boy anyway sorry (laughs) and then obviously the video came out and she had that line in about little mix and p diddy was at the door and he was like jesse jeezy little mix whatever calling yourself not needed not necessary second second, right she was darker than Nicki minaj who is a woman of color and she yeah. was darker, like, even back in Little Mix, especially the last couple of videos they did, she was mm-hmm. darker than Leanne. Now, a lot of her fans actually thought she was mixed race. I know I did, but... And, like, that's just not okay. And then someone made a video talking about, like, the effects of black fishing and whatnot, and Leanne liked it. That's all she did. And you know something? She's well within her rights to be upset because they've been trying to educate this girl for two years you know what i mean it would get a bit boring a little bit and jesse had like blocked so many fans that had called her out on it as well Hmm. and then claimed management did it and she had no idea (laughs) and then went on live with Nicki minaj in front of god knows how many people slating leanne well it was Nicki slating leanne let's be fair it was Nicki. but jesse just sat there and laughed and admitted after denying for months that she'd ever been called out on it, admitted that it had been brought up to her previously while she was still in the band. Mm. Anyway, that's enough on that because we don't know what's <laughs> happening. But I'll just say I'm very disappointed and I know mm. my girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's on um. that. But I think they've handled it so well. They've been so professional. They've literally mm. mentioned it twice in a year. Twice. Mm. She brings them up every opportunity she gets one. So, I think the girls have been amazing at handling Because if that was me, and, mm. like, someone had hurt you the way yeah. she's clearly hurt Leanne recently, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to keep my gob shut. <laughs> I wouldn't. Actually, if someone asked me, the tea would be out. <laughs> It'd be spilt. It wouldn't just be spilt. The whole teapot would be smashed. <laughs> just, I would not. But no, they handled it, like, so well, I think. And, like, that must have been so hard for them as well, from someone they loved for such a long time and really stood up for and, like, Mm -hmm. had her back through everything. Like, you just need to watch her documentary to see how much they cared. Mm -hmm. Then this, like, that must have been so hard for them. 
But you know, they got through it as a trio. They're they're thriving. Well, <laughs> um, God, I just love him. But that's my that's my opinion on that matter. Okay. I um actually had a couple of DMs mm-hmm. from people in the fandom Ooh. talking about the girls and you know how they inspire them and whatnot. So the first one was on Twitter, and it was from at JD underscore Hun. Hello, JD underscore Hun. Icon. <laughs> so lovely as well. So this what this what they wrote. So I just asked them for their opinion, and this is what they put. To start with Jade, I love how versatile she is. She's geeky, yet outgoing as well. Her overall personality really inspires me to be better creatively. For Leanne, she her passion for causing her wait what sorry i'll read that how it's meant to be written i think um for lee her passion for her causes is really something that inspires me her work against racism and even to bring more inclusivity around her plus her sense of business and how she's a singer actor businesswoman and mom is just really inspiring you can't argue with it she has a documentary out a charity she's gonna star in a film you can't argue do you know what i mean mm-hmm and then they put for pairs it's her perfectionism she always strives to be better whether it's in her singing or her brand which she has perfected over two years so all of them inspire me in different ways and as a group as well they just present such a beautiful example of working together sisterhood and pushing each other to success their friendship and love is everything Mm. they they're not wrong (laughs) yeah i can't get really emotional they use their platform for good. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of artists out there that are just in it for themselves. And I don't think the girls in Little Mix are. They're definitely not. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Who else? Sorry, I got loads of DMs. I'm not going to read them all. Um, <laughs> but this one, it was from at Sorry About It Jade. Um, <laughs> iconic name. This one's quite long, so I'll like paraphrase if I can. Okay. So they put, as a group, obviously, they really push female empowerment and believing in yourself, which is something I think many of their fans struggle with and something their music and their words have really helped us all with over the years. I mean, mm. that's true. Woman's World from LM5. Strip. Mm. Strip. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I think when Strip came out, I was feeling quite, you know what I get like, Kathleen, you know what I get like. <laughs> And Strip come out, and when I tell you I can listen to that, no matter what mood I'm in, and automatically feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. I ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely adore it. And then they talked about, like, Jade, like, when she started X Factor, obviously, she was still recovering from anorexia. She was still very, like, insecure, shy, and that showed, that did show. And she just said, like, you can see how she's gone from that insecure girl to now knowing her worth and not caring what others think. And I just think that is the best way to sum up what's happened. Mm-hmm. Especially recently, like, she came out of lockdown like a new woman. Yeah. She really did. And, like, the amount of stuff she does as well, like, for the LGBT community, she's got oh. two businesses because she's got Arbia and Industry in South Shields, the nightclubs and the little bar, cocktail bar. Like, yeah. I, I feel like since lockdown, she's just somehow got better. <laughs> and I didn't think that was possible. So, go mm. you, Jade, though, while home. Um, for Lee, they talked about, like, how she faced so much prejudice, but still pushed through it. Like, 
inspiring other people to do the same and how like she went from not wanting to speak about racism like not not wanting yeah. to address it not wanting to be like confrontational to now like facing it head on has a full documentary about it has launched a charity to get mm -hmm. others like funding for what they want to do she's opened positions at sony music mm -hmm. for people of color i just think that's amazing that's brilliant yeah god i'd love to do that well done <laughs> <laughs> and then for perry they put perry with her anxiety and like mm -hmm. how she speaks about it now because i remember that because that was during the glory days either <laughs> and I remember there was an interview done not that long ago. It was in lockdown, and I know it was in lockdown because it was over Zoom. Um, <laughs> of course. And she was saying, um, Alex, her boyfriend, woohoo, um, he used to go to rehearsals with her for the Glory Day tour. And there was one day she went in completely dazed, and everyone was like, oh, Alex, yay, Alex, like proper buzzing. And they were learning the choreography, and she just could not for the life of her get it and Alex took it on one side and he was like babe no it's one and two and whip and four and and I was like that's just that just sums up though their entire relationship if he's willing to help her with her career while she's mm. struggling with her anxiety like that's insane yeah. and the fact like she's on the other side of it now and like she's so open to talking about it like she doesn't hide away from it either like none of them do Mm -hmm. they're so open for celebrities right they are so open and then i spoke to a couple of people on instagram as well who basically said the same thing mm -hmm. but i think for me and i think you might agree with me on this one being like trained in what we're trained in mm -hmm. i love that they're not just performers mm, definitely. like they write their own music first mm -hmm. off and then they all have some sort of business venture mm -hmm. on the side so jade has two nightclubs rbn industry in south shields let me tell you i'm going <laughs> um and obviously she does all the work for the lgbt she has that palette with beauty bay mm -hmm. like she's done so much she's been on rupaul as a guest judge like she's all like, the they collabs, all do so much. clothing collabs all of that stuff yeah alas oh tell you let me show you my tracksuit man <laughs> lovely stunning and then with Perry, oh my god, I'm sorry, she kept us waiting for Desara for so long. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I was so ready for it to come out. So she mm -hmm. got Desara, she did, um, she partnered up with Copperfield a while ago, like years ago, that breast cancer awareness charity, mm -hmm. which I thought was cool. She's just done so much, they've all done so much. But Desara, let's talk about Desara for a second. <laughs> Contemporary luxury fashion mm -hmm. is correct. <laughs> it is stunning. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> and when I tell you I've never been embarrassed to spend so much money on a hoodie, I'm not lying. Normally I get, you know what I'm like, I spend like £30 mm. and I'm having a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> this hoodie was 100% worth the £125. It's not even here yet. <laughs> and I can tell you it's worth it. Oh. It's getting dispatched tomorrow um so i'm excited <laughs> and then leanne god what hasn't leanne done first off she has a documentary um race and pop power and when mm -hmm. i tell you i cried at jesse's documentary but mm. leanne's just hit different and i don't think i ever stopped crying <laughs> sorry mm -hmm. um i honestly cried from start to finish and like seeing how much it hurt her and like seeing mm -hmm. 
her reaction when she went to Brazil and the like it was the first time she felt like the fans actually appreciated her. Mm-hmm. My heart, I just have no words. And then she has her bikini line in a seashell, which is stunning. I mean, I don't wear swimwear often, but when I do, that's it. <laughs> and then obviously she has twins now. Oh yeah. Imagine and the Black Fun charity, which came off a documentary. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be in a Christmas film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm sorry. <laughs> You see so many pop stars, I'm sorry, no offence to any other pop stars, but you see so <laughs> many pop stars out there and they stick to just singing. Yeah. And they like venture out, some of them have water bottles and whatnot, but <laughs> no one ever makes a separate career really. Some people have, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. like I think the fact that they have stayed a band mm-hmm. and did this, next level. Yeah. Would you agree with everything I have said? Definitely. And they use their platform for good to help people that have got anxiety or eating disorders or anything like that. That's why they're so open. They're not just open for a cash grab, you know? Yeah, definitely. So. I love it. And I think, like, especially since they have became a trio, which if you think about it, it happened around this time last year because Jessie was absent from the final of the search. And you've mm. never seen her again. Yeah. So it happened like a year ago. Wow. And when I tell you that performance of Secret Love Song, mm-hmm. best they've done vocally, visually, <laughs> it was just perfect. I don't think they will ever top that performance. And what I love most is they hype each other up. They do. Like they're constantly up on each other's stories with the businesses. Like when Perry launched Asara, Jade and Leanne like shared it. They were in the comments when Leanne and Perry had the babies. Jade was such a proud auntie. I can't. <laughs> I cried. I don't even know them, and I cried. So, mm-hmm. and I've been here since day one. Like I remember, my mum never lets us vote for like X Factor or anything. No, mine doesn't either. <laughs> I met her. I was crying. I was like, please, mum, please, you have to. So we voted, and then they won, and I was crying as if I'd won. Like that was you. That was because of you. That that it was my vote. I'm sorry, guys. It must have been. And to be fair, especially recently, their music seems a lot mm. brighter, like a lot more honest, a lot more like what they want to say again. Because obviously, yeah. in the industry, there's ups and downs. There's some things they can't say. <laughs> like, Love Me Like You, for example, it was revealed recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was meant to be called Fuck Me Like You. Yeah. And um the bit you know that when it's like l o v e love the way you give it to me wasn't meant to be that it was meant to be l o v e love the way you give it to me when you're with me but now it's like they're not embarrassed like love sweet loves about bloody masturbating and all sorts but then it can also be taken as like learning to love yourself and mm-hmm. i like that there's double meanings to their song yeah. <laughs> iconic and i love their collab which brings me on to another artist that i absolutely adore with anne marie (laughs) what is there to not love about anne marie her her music honestly her new album therapy Mm. iconic and her book have you seen a book have i told you about a book i'll show you a book everyone else imagine you can see the book (laughs) 
it's called you deserve better and it's about like her like learning to love herself and learning that she doesn't need like boys or anyone else's opinion to like really mm -hmm. validate her self-worth and everything she's been very open about being in therapy mm -hmm. the last god knows how long year like when she wrote this album right here um <laughs> and she did a call like a zoom call with her fans and her therapist mm. and just talked through and i was there <laughs> and she just talked through like everything that helped her and i just think that's so cool like she just doesn't shy away from it mm -hmm. but with Anne Marie, i've not been like a hard fan since the start i'd love to say i have but mm -hmm. i haven't like it's one that's kind of grew on me as I've grown, well, I'm still four foot eleven, but as I've grown <laughs> emotionally, I've grown emotionally as a person. <laughs> I tell you though, the song I love first was "Perfect to Me." Don't ask me when it came out. I want to say 2018. If I'm right, I'm well sure. done. If I'm wrong, <laughs> lol. Um, but "Perfect <laughs> to Me," Banya. It's all about like embracing like your flaws and like. Mm -hmm. It starts with like, don't feel like putting makeup on my cheeks, do what I wanna, something like mm -hmm. that. And I just think like, pop stars don't sing about that. And mm -hmm. she's very open to showing everyone like there's two sides to what we actually see. Mm -hmm. And I like that. A bit like Little Mix, she's very much body positive, mental health positive, like mm -hmm. very open, very real. Mm -hmm. Like so good. She hasn't like... onto her head. Imagine there was people like that when we were little, when we were teenagers, when we were so impressionable, like talking about mental health and talking about actual issues. It's so important. Like the stuff I probably wouldn't have dealt with if there'd have been people like these. I mean, to be fair, Little Mix came out when we was 11. So like we had them, but then I feel like they didn't really become them for a couple of years. Like obviously the music and stuff was theirs. Mm -hmm. But I think their first couple of years in the industry, they were like, mm, we don't want to challenge that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I love that they're doing it now. My mm -hmm. favourite song, though, from back in the day for Little Mix is Change Your Life. That was a song. Oh, that's a good That one. was a moment. Um, But with Anne-Marie, especially on her therapy album, she has a song called Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful. There's no other way to describe <laughs> it. Just beautiful. And I cry my eyes out every time. Mm -hmm. And she has like kids at the end as well singing the last chorus. Yeah. I just can't find me like every time. And like she's so supportive of her fans and so a little mix. Like they all encourage their fans to like get on and they interact so much. Mm -hmm. God, Anne Marie retweeted my tweet and I sobbed my <laughs> eyes out. <laughs> and when they read my Instagram stories and stuff, I can't. I just get so excited. <laughs> and like I think the other thing with Anne-Marie is, and Little Mix, they kind of, they didn't come from the background you'd expect a pop star yeah. to come from. And that's what I love. Like, you look at them and think, oh, my God, they've been through the same shit I have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in Anne-Marie's book, she talks about, like, how she became this pop star and how long it took. And no one actually sees how many years it took her. Mm -hmm. get to where she is now and I just think it's amazing and like in her book she's got like pages for you it's like activity pages where you can like write your thoughts on what she's discussed and like little exercises for what to do uh -huh. on certain days it's so cute honestly Kathleen you're gonna have to buy it <laughs> you're gonna have to buy it now <laughs> and it's so good mm -hmm. and like 
her tweets and everything, they're always so honest. Mm. Like, if she's going through something, now she's very open. She never used to be. Like, in a book, she said, like, she used to thought, like, showing her emotions was, like, weak and, like, she didn't want to do it. Like, she wouldn't let her parents know. She was sad, like, she was getting bullied in school and everything. And she wouldn't tell anyone and she'd be acting out and she'd be lagging with the wrong crowd now just to have like friends <laughs> um and now she's like realized that actually holding your emotions in end up making you weaker because you can't cope with them all because they're all up in your head like woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i have to tell you a funny story about her song okay we were just talking about it before actually so she has a song <laughs> called ciao adios and it's an absolute banger Mm -hmm. but when it came out i honestly thought she was singing shower the horse (laughs) and i don't know why because it doesn't even fit with the song because it's in a bit of the song and it's like hold on hold on hold on (laughs) it's like if you're giving her all your money and time i'm not gonna sit here wasting mine on you yeah you ciao adios i'm done how on earth would shower the horse fit in there? It just wouldn't. Maybe it's secretly about farming. Who knows? Maybe. But when I tell you, once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. I know, that's going to ruin that song for me. <laughs> I, went, I was on holiday um, with my auntie for a couple of weeks down at their house. And I tell her, I tell her that's what I thought it said. And she was like, nah, it doesn't even sound like it. And then the next day we were in the car. And we were singing it because I've started a trend now. My auntie now listens to Little Mix and Anne Marie. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Um, <laughs> and it came on and she sang it and I was like, um, it's not the word. And she's like, I know, but I just cannot unhear it. <laughs> so now everyone like sings Shower the Horse. Well, not everyone, but like my family now sing Shower the Horse. Mm-hmm. And I now sing Ciao Adios because I know. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, I absolutely adore Anne Marie. I think if I ever met Anne Marie or Little Mix, mm-hmm. I'd die for heart attack. Yeah, I really would. I'd cry just because the impact they've had on like so many people's lives. Like when I was in hospital for my surgeries, you—it's no secret how shit I felt. Mm-hmm. No secret at all. I think anyone would feel shit. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I'm not even joking. The nurses that'll tell you, I'd have my headphones in all the mm-hmm. time, even just in one ear to do physio. And I'd have like my playlist and it would be Anne-Marie, Little Mix and Camille. And that's all that was on it. And I'd sit and I'd cry. <laughs> and I'd just put the music on and I'd be like, oh my God, it's like I have friends. <laughs> Which is so sad. But obviously because of COVID, I was there on my own. Yeah. Like my mum couldn't come in. Thank God for FaceTime on Wi-Fi. Because yeah. you called you and Shannon a few times. I video called Hannah and her mum and I video called obviously my mum, my mum brother. Yeah. But like I think being on your own in that position is awful. Yes. Yeah, and I'm not even again in a hurry. And then the physio as well was brutal and I absolutely hated it. And still to this day I can't feel the outside of my right leg at all. Mm-hmm. But I can semi walk now. I'm hoping Ooh. to walk in without a limp soon. But we'll see. Yeah. But considering it's been like two years, it'll take time. Hang on. Um, I don't remember when it was. It was around about when everyone was leaving uni. 
it was about March or something, right? And we all went to Spoons and you showed up in heels with no crutches. I know, and it was And insane. I had to like hobble you home. I couldn't walk on that, I know, it was awful. Why I did that to myself is beyond me. One, I should have wore flats. And yeah. two, I should have took my crutches because I'd been using them for like a year and a half. Yeah. So why did I just suddenly decide I don't need them today? Clearly no. I did, because I couldn't walk. Well, I asked thought. you, and you said they didn't go with my outfit. And I was like, well, you can't fault that logic. <laughs> it didn't go with my outfit, though. My outfit was banging. Um, yeah. But I don't know why I thought that, though, because my foot was literally the wrong way around. <laughs> and I was out there in heels trying to walk. I couldn't even get up the stairs. Oh, Good thing I didn't need a wee in Weatherspoons. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never, never come again. back. Never again, but honestly, it sounds so sad, but their music literally saved my life mm-hmm. during that, like, physio sessions, even at home, I'd have a playlist on the telly, and it would just be Anne-Marie and Little Mix absolute blasting, mm. and my mom, I think my mum's had enough, you know, <laughs> I just can't turn them off, Yeah, absolutely adore them, and because of their music is so positive, and like, so upbeat, don't get me wrong, they all have the ballads and emotional moments but then I could put them on if I needed to cry but didn't want to cry like I'd put them on in my headphones I'd lie in my little room downstairs and I'd just mm-hmm. cry and then I'd feel better after yeah so you know thank you <laughs> <laughs> your Spotify wrapped is not going to be a surprise this year <laughs> it's not at all neither Apple Music or Amazon like you know when it rounds up at the end of the year it's going to be the mm-hmm. same three artists one I'm not even embarrassed yeah I am <laughs> proud <laughs> yeah and the other person in the industry mm-hmm. is Camille and she was well she still is um, one of Little Mix's most well-known songwriters because they work with like Camille and m and a lot mm-hmm. like it's all you hear about but Camille's like now like, she's been doing it for a while but more frequently now she's been releasing her own songs and she's working on the album now and she released a song and Jade was in the video and it's called Mirror Mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it's a banger. <laughs> it literally, it literally goes, Mirror on the wall, tell me who's the baddest of them all. You know you're the baddest, but you're around here. And it's just great. Mm-hmm. It's all about like self-love and hyping yourself up. And I just think she's great and she's been great her whole mm-hmm. career. And I love that she's really coming into her own now. Like she done a TV show on Channel 4 called the high life and it was all people of color mm-hmm. and it was like their lives in whatever careers they have one was like an an entrepreneur <laughs> however you say that and then yeah. obviously her and a couple of others and her wedding oh my god her wedding was stunning mm. i can't but like she's another one and like her social media is so positive like i'm scrolling through it now and like every day she posts like it's like she knows what people need Mm-hmm. So like yesterday she put reminder friends aren't supposed to make you feel like shit if they do they're not your friends simple <laughs> and like she put you become very dangerous when you learn how to control your feelings you're mm-hmm. literally a mastermind and like she posts stuff like that every day and she's like anything you want in life can be yours don't let anyone tell you otherwise I just think like her and Marie and Little Mix they all fit into the same box of mm-hmm. like empowering everyone doesn't mm-hmm. matter what your race gender 
where you come from, what you do for your job, like who you are, who you want to be. They don't care. Well, they do yeah. care. But they're not like, <laughs> oh my God, you can't, you can't be before you're four foot 11. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're very inclusive. I love it. And like, Camille wrote a song on LM5 that she featured on as well. Mm-hmm. And I watched the tour. Well, I didn't watch it live. I watched the movie. Um, mm. But I watched like videos of the tour. And she was on stage with them. I want to say it was in London. Probably was in London. Um, and it's called Words Can Say, and it's a banger. I recommend. And you can just see how much they like adore that woman, and like how much love and work she's put in to mm. the music as well. I just love that. I just think them in the industry, them four women, five women, five women. <laughs> my God. Them five women powerhouses Mm. in all senses of the word. But to be fair, Jessie, when she was in Little Mix, she did a fair share of that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like her documentary really opened up a discussion on like mental health and stuff. Yeah, it did. Once again, that's why she shouldn't have done what she done. What about Leanne's mental health? Honestly. (laughs) it's okay it's fine i can't it really hurts my feelings (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) that's okay (laughs) but no we have to be fair to her because when she was in the band Mm -hmm. she opened a lot of the discussions Mm. about that type of thing as well so you've got to give it to her while i don't like her now and i don't Mm -hmm. agree with how she's behaving that can't take away from the nine years of what she did do but I don't like her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, they just... I think that's why I'm very much not wanting to give up on the mm. industry as such. Yeah, definitely. Would you agree? Yeah, because it's like, why give up on it when you can change it from the inside? Definitely. Like I said, did I message you the other day? I literally started crying. I messaged Chloe from you mm-hmm. and me. And I was so upset and I don't know why it bothered me so much. Like, I don't know why I was so surprised. But when I was doing, like, research and stuff, like, there's no one in the industry or no public figure that has the condition I have. And it just really rubbed me up the wrong way. (laughs) I was like, because there's a lot of kids that have this, though. Yeah, you can be the first one. God knows how many surgeries that can't look at a single person and say, oh, my God, they're like me. They can't. It's shit. But well, then you can yeah. be that person for other people. I tell you, I intend to be. I intend to start the conversation. To be fair, mm-hmm. I'll explain a bit because we've talked about <laughs> it a lot and we've not actually said what's gone on. Um, We'll explain. Story time. <laughs> so I was born with a condition called hip dysplasia. And I was treated for it as a kid. They knew I had it. It wasn't, it was never, oh, you don't have it, you're fine. Well, it was for a while, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so I had like physio and stuff until I was seven. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, ma'am, they were like, yeah, we fixed it. She's fine. She can start dancing again. It won't be an issue. So I was like, great, dance class, woo. Mm-hmm. Buzzing, cried my little heart out on the way to my first dance class because I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Obviously, then I chose dance as my career. Mm-hmm. But I was constantly in pain still. 
And we all know my feelings towards ballet dancing. Oh. I hate it. And I'm pretty sure you do as well, Kathleen. I do. But I always wondered why I was so shit because I was known for being a dancer. Like, mm -hmm. everyone at uni would sit there and tell you, like, I was a dancer. Like, yeah, I did musical theatre, but I was a dancer first and foremost. I can sing-ish, and let's not even talk about acting, but I can sing-ish. <laughs> but I was a dancer. Um, so I never understood why I just couldn't physically do ballet. It never... It didn't make sense in me, do you know what I mean? I'd always try my hardest, and I'd still be, like, worst in the class at it. Even people that had never danced before... <laughs> had better technique than I did and it just never made sense to me and I remember obviously in once I went to uni and I was dancing literally every single day and then I was going to the gym my, my pain obviously got worse I constantly had a strap tied around my hip yeah and it just was how it was and I used to have to sit out a lot and mm -hmm. I could never figure out why and then we were doing our musical in second year we were doing girlfriends and the pain if you've never heard of it because like ridiculous. we had never heard of it either <laughs> no yeah also yeah it's a very old musical i had no idea what to be fair i still could not tell you what the point is of that musical no i'm i wish they died at the end honestly because the show is so boring <laughs> yeah it needed a ending it needed um, something <laughs> and we were doing girlfriends and we'd started like the process rehearsal mm -hmm. process and choreography and I'd missed a couple of days but I went in and I knew the dancing or whatever and what was I like I was nearly crying wasn't I Kathleen almost every rehearsal and we had a, a, an interesting choreographer who was quite um strict quite cruel um screamed at me once you know he loved it's me it's fine but he was not one you could sit out for no like you couldn't feel like you could go up to him and be like, yeah, I'm not well, I need to sit out. So obviously I danced every day and some days I wouldn't have my strap because it wouldn't fit with my costume because my hip strap was bright pink, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So I had to buy new tape in the end for the show. But I remember after every rehearsal and during the rehearsals, I'd be close to tears mm -hmm. during the dance because the pain was just that bad. And I'd be driving home and my legs would literally be shaking. Yeah. On pedals in the car. And I'd be getting a lift, like, oh my god, are we <laughs> Kathleen would be shitting herself. She'd be like, oh my god, Sarah, please don't crash, please. I want to live. But um, then I think after that, we were quite lucky. We got to do our musical right before lockdown. And then. the week before we got locked down. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, we obviously we got put in lockdown and everything went online. And at this mm -hmm. point, I couldn't walk. Like, my foot was pointing the complete wrong way. I did, like, God, I walked, like, out of the city and back with my friend when you could, like, socially distance for exercise. Yeah. And he's the one that pointed out to me. He was like, Sarah, your foot is, like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just in pain. So I referred myself to, like, physio and that. Yeah. Um, And they wouldn't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me for a scan and I had an x-ray and I'd actually fractured both my hips somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, Couldn't tell you how. Couldn't um, tell you when. No. Well, that made them send me for an MRI because obviously I did nothing. Mm -hmm. And long story short, I got diagnosed with the hip dyslexia and scoliosis. Woohoo, we've got to have more than one problem. Exactly. And I remember, yeah. I think it was you I was talking to at the time, 
because I'd been mm. reserved, I'd been well reserved, wrong word. I'd been referred to the specialist in Hexham. Yes. At the time. Yeah. And I remember thinking, how on earth am I meant to do third year at uni if I can't even walk? Because you were thinking about dropping out as well. I thought I was going to get kicked out. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I really did. And when I went to my first appointment, he mentioned one surgery and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I can deal with like one surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. And then obviously I did more appointments. I had my injection therapy, which I hated oh, yeah. the ball. Mm-hmm. And I was really high risk after that for COVID as well. Yeah. Oh, it's all coming back now. <laughs> it's all coming back now. And I was on crutches for uh-huh. like the entire of my third year and half of my second year. Luckily, it was that year because we had COVID and we had like online classes and not as many dance things to do. I know, but I remember our first dance class back and I was so devastated. I literally sat in the corner. I was crying. Like, I hated it. And then I got these surgeries, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, in July and basically I had oh god here's the names coming out I had a periactabular osteotomy and a femoral osteotomy which basically meant they broke my hip in four places my mm-hmm. femur in two and I now have metal there and I had to learn how to walk again it was a nightmare yeah Um, and it's been the hardest thing I've done like you'll you'll vouch me here Kathleen it was shit yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all, and I hate on to this day. I hate the scars on my leg. I literally mm. can't look at them when I shower. But we move. That's why I don't know what I want to be now. Yeah. But I know I want to do something where a kid can look at me and be like, "That girl's gone through exactly what I'm going through." Like, exactly. I can still do it because I I didn't have that and anyone close to me like anyone from uni even could tell you it ruined my third year at university I was convinced I was just wasting my time like I have no career performing now what am I gonna do yeah but I am quite lucky because I have like you Shannon Nicole Hannah Charlotte I had all you guys like rallying around me (laughs) <laughs> and like I was quite lucky in that sense. I think if I didn't have you guys, I definitely wouldn't have finished. But now, obviously, knowing that there's not anyone in the industry that has it, in mm-hmm. any like not even presenters or anything, no one mm-hmm. is actually known to have it. Yeah. And I kind of, I really do want to be the first because I want to make that difference. Like, it just shows how the industry needs to be more accessible. Like, I do not want a little kid in a dance class crying mm-hmm. because you can't I don't want them to be me yeah I'd, I really don't want anyone to feel how I felt this last year because it's been awful mm-hmm. and imagine going through that when you're a kid obviously I went through it when I was a kid but yeah. I thought it was normal mm-hmm. but then I grew up new in life without it for a little while mm-hmm. and then it came back <laughs> well it never went away but then it yeah. just started to become an issue again. Um, so, yeah, I just want to be that person that make a difference. Like, I'd love to have a career where I could start my own charity for, mm. like, performers that do have this condition and, like, help them get in yeah. it. Like, I'd just love it. Like, Little Mix do it. Anne-Marie 
just helps everyone with everything and <laughs> I just want to do that and if I keep exactly. talking about it I will probably cry because it's been shit mm-hmm. let's not pretend it hasn't it's been absolutely shit but we move <laughs> we move I like we'll music and TV and books and music got me through it and obviously my friends and my family obviously but like <laughs> I don't know I just feel like especially like Anne-Marie's therapy album came out at like right the right time for me yeah I remember it came out and I just sat in my room well I had no option I couldn't move <laughs> um, and I just sat in my room and I just cried and then I had a good time and then I cried and then I had a good time and that's what music should do mm-hmm. and the fact that I still have more surgeries coming <laughs> <laughs> I know they better get releasing more music because uh... <laughs> they better be ready. They better be ready to help me because <laughs> I need it. But you know, we move like it made me. It made me who I am. You know, I'm not embarrassed by it. I mean, mm-hmm. that depends on the day. Um, <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, I like. Yeah. I just think if there was even just one person like me that I could help, mm-hmm. then I'll have done a great job. Yeah. That's all I want. Nice. <laughs> Honestly, I need to stop because I will start crying. I've already cried. Okay, you're not allowed to cry because then I'll cry. <laughs> oh God, and then we'll all cry. <laughs> Everyone listening will cry. Just yeah. kidding. Charlotte Hugo might cry. Hi, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But no, yeah, that's it. That's why I just love them all because mm. especially like with all that stuff, like, I don't know what I'd have done. I'd have gone mental. That's fair. But yeah, that's what I yeah. want to do. That's who I love. Nice. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to add, Kathleen? I don't think so. I think we've pretty much covered it. Okay, that's all for my icons. But yeah. we do have a surprise because this episode is not actually just one part. It's in two. <laughs> two parts. And next time we will be chatting about all things Kathleen loves and what Kathleen wants to do. Would you like to explain Kathleen? Yeah. Um, I'll be speaking about all the different people that I take inspiration from just in my life. And I'll be talking about, you know, back when you were younger, really putting people up on pedestals and then they turn out to be different people than you thought you were you know classic (laughs) and you don't even have to wait till next week for this one because it's coming out on thursday so we are ready (laughs) and we cannot wait so we'll see you all then bye